You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Welcome to another wonderfully fun, exciting episode of Win With Dogs here on Pet Life Radio. I'm Raquel, your host, and I am so thrilled today. Today is a fabulous day on the show. I will be speaking with a true rock star, Sadie, the winner of the Westminster Show. Well, actually, since she can't talk, I'll be speaking about Sadie, the winner of the Westminster Show in 2010 that just happened. I will be speaking with AKC spokesperson Lisa Peterson about Sadie and some of her, some other things, not just Sadie. But as you know, I'm quite excited, all of you listeners out there. I am a owner and lover and pet parent of Scottish Terriers myself. I also have met Sadie. I met her in Chicago last year at the, where was I? At the AKC show, actually. Gosh, I was there when she won it. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Woohoo! Welcome to Earth, Raquel. Anyway, I met her. She's fabulous. I love her. I just love Scottish Terriers anyway. But we're going to be speaking with Lisa Peterson, who herself has been in the field of dogs for 25 years in the world of purebred dogs. And she actually loves Norwegian elk hounds. I'm sure she loves all dogs, but that's what she grew up um, breeding and showing. So we're going to talk to her a little bit about that, too. But don't go away. We're going to take a quick break and be right back to talk to Lisa Peterson about Sadie, about elk hounds, about what kinds of things you can do with your dog if you want to show your dog, etc. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. Be sure to tune in when Pet Life Radio goes live from Global Pet Expo, the world's largest annual pet products trade show. March 25th through the 27th, you can catch all the new products coming out for our pets before they even hit store shelves. From the latest in all-natural and eco-friendly products to the most elegant in pet pampering and high-tech innovations from companies all over the globe. It's at Global Pet Expo. Nearly 800 companies will be displaying new and exciting products to make time with our pets even better. Tune in March 25th through the 27th for everything Global Pet Expo. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. 
So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. <laughs> Thanks for holding, everyone. I um, have Lisa Peterson on the line with me. Hey, Lisa, I hear it's snowing in New York. Are you holding up out there? <laughs> yeah, it's snowing like crazy here, Raquel, but we're doing pretty good. Good. I'm sure I know that you um, have Norwegian elk hounds yourself, and I'm sure they love this weather. Yeah, the elk hounds are true snow dogs, you know, from Norway. They just uh, love the snow. And uh, But, you know, it's interesting. We're here to talk about Sadie today. And my first purebred dog as a really tiny child was a Scottish Terrier. So we have that wow. in common. That was my first purebred dog. Well, I actually got my dog from the Scottish Terrier Rescue, Jim and Ginger McAfee, here in, the, in Tennessee. And Rocky was my first Scotty. Then I had Angus. And now oh, I have, wow. yes. Oh, my dog's name was Angus. It was? What a perfect name yeah. for a Scotty. <laughs> and my Perfect. My sweet Angus unfortunately passed away in May of last year, and I just got another Scotty from Ray and Ann Knapp in Memphis. Shout outs to everyone. And um, his name is Kirkland, and he is a gem. I'm telling you what. I met, and Sadie, I met her, too, in Chicago, and you've met with her and spent some time with her. I understand, but she is just the epitome of the perfect little Scotty bitch, don't you think? I mean, she's perfect. She is totally perfect. I mean, she's just a wonderful example of her breed, and her her personality and her temperament is really what endeared me to her. I mean, she's got that, you know, terrier tenacity and that spunky little gleam in her eye and just, you know, gorgeous coat. So, you know, everything that is uh, wonderful about Scotty's, uh, Sadie just, uh, you know, exemplifies. Yeah, and you know, I understand. Hasn't she? Didn't she win like sixty nine or over sixty nine best in shows last year alone? I mean, it was an incredible number. Right. Um, I think last year she got um, seventy nine best in shows, and oh um, wow, she's, she's over a hundred so far in her career. Definitely. And she's four, right? She's four years old, I think. Yes, yeah. Yeah. She she's four years old. She'll turn five this year. Oh, God, I want her to meet Kirky. <laughs> I want her to meet my little guy. Unfortunately, I'm going to probably, I shouldn't probably say this on air because I will get Kirk snatched back away from me. But I took him to the groomers and rather than have him brush out, them brush out all the mats and have him hate grooming, he's only nine months old right now. 
I have him. They had to shave his coat. And so he's running around wearing little turtlenecks and looking quite dapper. I must say, no worse for the wear. But I look, take one look at him and then look at Sadie. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, is she not perfect? So when you're judging the dog, the reason she's won so many shows is, like, put together wise, she is perfectly conformed. What are they looking for in a Scotty? I'm not really even sure. There's a lot of things that judges look for when they're judging a specific breed, and, and it's, it's a mixture of things. I mean, number one, certainly their uh, confirmation, how they're put together, and, and that kind of goes back to you know, what their original purpose was, uh, what they were meant to do, and, and Scotties certainly um, were meant to hunt vermin on the farms in Scotland, so they needed to be very tenacious, which mm-hmm. then goes to their personality. But, you know, they needed that harsh um, coat because they were outdoor dogs, you know, working. And uh, all these things are described in the breed standard. So judges have a great um, document to study before they then go into the ring and, uh, you know, judge the dogs. Yeah. And so if any of you listening out there are curious what the breed standards are, you could go to akc.org and they have a list where you can check it out. But like Lisa's saying, it's confirmation, but it's also personality that fits the breed. So with in Sadie's case or champion, what's her given name? Roundtown Mercedes of Mary Scott, I believe. <laughs> it's a great name. She. The funny thing is she was named after cars, like her whole litter named after cars, right? That's right. Uh, some of her uh, ancestors were named after cars, and uh, her breeders decided that uh, once they saw Sadie and knew she was going to be a great dog, that she should be named after a car as well. Oh, yes. My Kirkland is named after um, NASCAR. Brickyard was his given. He's Brickyard, dude. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> cute. I know. He is a sweetheart. He's so cute. In fact, his littermate, Bricks, just won two Best in Shows up in North Carolina. So... They're, you know, he's a good looking dog. I just, I love Scotty's because they're so loving and personal and alert and like right there, right there with you every step of the way, you know, which is fabulous. Yeah, you know. Their temperament, and I'm just sort of looking at the breed standard right now, and then some of the things it says about them is that they should be alert and spirited, um, but yeah. they're also determined, and they're a heads-up and tails-up attitude. So that you know clearly describes Scotties, and anybody who owns one or has seen Sadie certainly knows that's, uh, that's the way they are. Yeah, and it's interesting to me because I met her at the AKC. Um, I was speaking. I have a book that I wrote about dogs, and I was up there for promoting Stretch Your Dog Healthy. And I met her and Gabriel, her handler, and I couldn't. They had such a great bond between them. I, how important! I think that it would be very important to you know get the right handler for a dog. Do you think you've done it before? You've shown dogs. How important is that bond with the handler and the dog? You know, the bond between the handler and the dog is is, is extremely important, and it. Um, it also develops over time. I mean, dogs, they, they look to their handlers uh, for, uh, you know, guidance and for, like, what's, what are we going to do next? And also in the show ring for treats because that's what motivates them to perform, uh, especially terriers who love, uh, as Sadie does, uh, her favorite treat is organic chicken in the ring. But um, Yay, that's I, fun because... 
<laughs> because, you know, the, it, it's the attention that the dog pays to the handler and the handler to the dog. And, you know, Gabriel said it best in an interview recently. He says it's, it's like a marriage. It's like that uh, almost, um, you know, psychic connection or that un, unseen uh, vocabulary between them and body language that creates a team that is, you know, really just a, a wonderful thing to watch. And when you see Sadie, you know, Gabriel just kind of, falls away into the background and he really lets her shine when the two of them are, are together in the ring and boy does she i mean she does shine and she really loves the attention you can tell you can tell that she fully appreciates it and loves it and i you know it's kind of like pageants some people like them <laughs> some people don't she's definitely into it my kirk is more the backyard kind of dog digging in the yard <laughs> but she's like that too i understand i mean she's just when she's not yeah, in the show, yeah. she's any other dog. That's right. You know, I, I watched her at um, the AKC Yukonuba National Championship in Long Beach in December, which she took best in show. So she is the reigning national champion. And I just watched her. And when people were applauding for her in the crowds there, you know, you could see how she reacted and, and it even made her show even more. I mean, she, she totally, like, digs the crowds and, and loves yeah. to perform for them as well. So, um, but then, you know, on the other side, when she goes home with Gabriel and she's just hanging around with him and his family, um, she's just like, you know, your pet at home. She'll, you know, be mischievous. She loves to grab his shoes and play games and, you know, sleep, sleep with them in the bed. And, you know, she's just, just a pet like everybody else's dog. Yeah, exactly. And so to keep up that regimen of, you know, being ready for show day, is, does a lot go into preparing your dog to show? I mean, in her case, I know there's got to be tons of grooming. Yeah, you know, with that, just like with any other athlete, and certainly, you know, the Olympics have been going on lately, and there have been lots of stories about their preparations and, you know, how they train and what they eat and, you know, what makes a true champion. And it's the same with dogs. Uh, you know, Sadie is on a, a very um, uh, important regimen that, uh, you know, she follows all the time. She has uh, She gets fed twice a day. Um, as I mentioned, organic chicken in the ring. Uh, she works out twice a day. She has uh, a nice long walk in the morning through tall grass, which uh, works throughout her whole body, especially leaping through the grass. Mm -hmm. and then she has a, her own treadmill that she uses in the afternoon to build stamina and muscle tone. So, uh, you know, Gabriel is, is very um, tuned into her and her preparation. Um, as far as the grooming is concerned, all terriers have that uh, coat that needs to be hand-stripped or plucked, so it's it's very time-consuming. But these show dogs, they're in top shape, so the grooming is, is uh, you know, something that's maintained throughout the whole year. Yeah, and, you know, you brought up something that I love to talk about on my show, because it, which is exercise and nutrition. My background is in personal training and massage therapy and holistic wellness, and I just translate that to the dogs. I basically tell dog owners the same thing I'm telling the humans. You have to exercise. <laughs> you have to eat right, you know, and yeah. even if your dog isn't going to show, I mean, that's just so important for just every dog, every layman dog just to, to get that. So thank you for bringing that up because not only are you going to be doing that if you're a star, a rock star like Sadie, but hopefully you'll be doing that if you're just a house dog too. 
there's a, you know there's a lot of things that people you know don't even think about with with their dogs like for example if they give them table scraps or even just their regular treats they never like count those calories but they still yeah. give them their you know cup of kibble or their canned dog food and then they give them all this extra not realizing that inadvertently they're making their pets um fat which is not yeah. healthy for them no it's not healthy and also i think people don't realize how many options there are about getting involved you know, you don't have to show your dog at a show dog. And I know there's this list on the AKC website also about different things you can do to be active with your dog and participate in life with your dog. Can you tell me some of those things? Like I know besides agility and, you know, fly ball, tell me some about rally. I don't know much about rally. You know, AKC has some great companion events. Um, agility is one of them, which you mentioned, um, and obedience is another. But rally is kind of a hybrid event in between the two. It's a really fun event that's great for beginners to get involved with competing with their dogs. Uh, it's a course in a ring, and it's about 10 or 12 stations, and there are signs that actually tell you what to do with your dog. So, you know, you'll come in and it'll say turn left or stop or jump over this uh, obstacle or, you know, um, spin three times. It's, it's really quite fun. And unlike obedience, which is you give your dog a single command and then he has to perform, in rally you can talk to your dog and praise him and, you know, it's a real conversation going through. And, and both, you know, the handlers and the dogs really, really love it. So, um, you know, it's a great place to start. And then also now um, starting in April, um, AKC has Canine Partners, which is our new mixed breed program. So now all dogs can enjoy, you know, competing. So owners... I love that. Yeah, you know, and one thing that's great about competing with your dog, even if it's just at a very basic level, is Mm -hmm. that pet owners don't realize that their canine-human bond actually gets enhanced when you start training for competition. It it opens up this whole world of communication with your dog that you never even knew existed before. Yeah, and, you know, that's in that alone, just kind of creating a relationship between you and your dog is a great way to mentally stimulate your dog. If they're paying attention to you and having to figure out what, you know, you are asking of them. I mean, these are things that are great for having a well-behaved dog. I often talk about on this podcast how important interaction is to creating good behavior in dogs. A lot of dogs that misbehave, I think, are neglected, you know, and bored, Frankly, yes, you bring so. up a good point. Yeah, they're bored, and owners think that you know exercising their dog means taking it for a walk or mm-hmm. you know running with it in the park. But there's that other side, which is the mental stimulation and the mental exercises that they need, and they really need a balance of both the physical and the mental to be well-rounded. And if you do that for your dog, then those behavioral issues that you talk about, um, they really don't surface at all because your dog is happy and he's with you and you're doing a lot of fun things together. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally, it's like children. I mean, interact with your <laughs> yeah. kids and they'll, they're usually good. <laughs> I don't have any. I just have furry babies, so I have no idea what I'm talking about right there. But, hey, what's new? Um, we're going to take a quick break, Lisa. If you don't mind, you go grab some water, Lisa, and I'll go grab some water. And everyone listening, go grab some water. And we'll be right back to Win With Dogs after this quick break. Don't go away. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. This valuable information comes from your pet. 
There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsaddlife.org. How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Okay, all, we are back. Everyone hydrated, well hydrated. We all know water is very important to maintaining a healthy system, so drink your water. And on that note, before we continue with Lisa Peterson... If your dog is not drinking enough water, you can try adding some low-sodium chicken broth to it, dilute it, and that usually does a trick, or some low-sodium beef broth. That's a great way to do it. Just kind of a little health tip out of the blue right there. But we are back. Thank you, Lisa, for hanging with me and talking about Sadie, the winner of this year's Westminster show. 
And boy, she's beautiful, Miss Sadie. Before uh, the break, though, we were talking about ways to be involved with your dog. And you, Lisa, were saying mental stimulation as well as exercise is vital to the dog brain. And I just cannot agree with you more. And can you refresh my memory, the AKC website where you can get information about obedience and rally and agility for the listeners out there? Sure. You know, um, we were talking about how much fun and, and how great it is for the dogs and, and their owners to, to be involved and to be active. And uh, if you own a dog, and it doesn't matter whether it's a mixed breed um, or purebred, you can um, enjoy AKC Agility, Obedience, and Rally. And our newest program is AKC Canine Partners for Mixed Breed Dogs. And you can go to akccaninepartners.org. Um, to learn all about these different events that you can do and also all the great benefits that you get um, you know, by enrolling your dog in the, in the program. Um, it's just a great way to have more fun with your dog. And it, you know, it, it helps dog owners you know, learn what the possibilities are for them. They may just not know that there's all these great things and programs out there for them. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for that. And I want to talk to you a little bit about Norwegian elkhounds and what you what you do with I don't really know anything about Norwegian elkhounds but I think they're just absolutely gorgeous beautiful what what's their temperament you said they're snow dogs and I know you're getting snowed in up there in New York right now are your dogs enjoying that Oh, yeah. They love the snow. They love to go out and play in the snow and run around. But the Norwegian elk hound is, um, you know, thank you, my favorite breed. But uh, they're <laughs> a great breed. They come from Norway, and they are the actually the national dog of Norway. But their job there um, is to track moose through the fjords and through the countryside for farmers. So um, they are a scent hound. Um, they are used um, on long leashes and also loose to um, to literally put their nose down and 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 scent out mooses or uh, yeah moose for the uh, the farmers up there. So they're um, oh. an independent thinking breed. You know they're a hound. They can be stubborn, but uh, they are extremely loyal to their family and to their owners. Um, so they're they're great companions. They love to work. They're very um, outdoorsy. Obviously, they love to be outside. So. You know, they're yeah. great for people who like to be active and like to hike through the woods or, you know, long walks and that sort of thing. Um, and I've had them for over 25 years now. And, um, you know, I think they're just the best. That's cool. And, you know, you brought up something. You said it's great for people who like to hike and do this and do that. And that's so important if you are thinking about getting a dog to go to akc.org and look up you know, what type of breed you're thinking of getting and look up what kinds of activities they need because you don't want to be a couch potato person and get a lab and live in an apartment. <laughs> you're going to have problems. <laughs> you're going to have right. a dog chewing the, chewing the wall. In my, my house, we have a Beagle Spaniel mix who's nine months old, Regal, who we just got. My husband rescued him. And then I got Kirkland, the nine-month-old Scotty, about a month later. I could not I just couldn't resist. I was in Memphis speaking and I stayed with the naps and they had Kirkland and Bricks and Kirk was the little runt and he was born a week after my Angus died and I was like, oh my God, that's him. That's Angus. So Philip was like, oh my God, the wife is coming home with a dog, I'm sure. So now we have three. We have Regal, we have Kirk and we have a Bichon, Jake. So you talk about a weird mixture of needs. <laughs> and you, oh, that's great, yeah. 
And they all you know, it's fun to have like multiple dogs. I mean, a multiple dog household is is a lot of fun. You know, the the dogs keep each other company when you're not around, and then when you're there, you you get to you know play with a variety of different dogs, and uh, you know their personalities are all different and unique, and and uh, you know yeah. it really enhances it for the dog owner too. Yeah, and don't you know the reason I was kind of making this connection is, you know, your elk hounds need a lot of activity and exercise. And same with Regal, our hound mix. It's like we have to take him and run him longer, but the Bichon doesn't want to do that. He wants to sit in the stroller. And Kirk wants to go dig stuff. So it's really important, I think, to be fair to the pets in your house, the dogs in your house, and, you know, find out what they need as a breed and try to give it to them, you know. Do you have any recommendations for people like me who are new owners of scent hounds about what they might need as a scent hound specifically that I need to give them yeah. in terms yeah help scent help hounds, scent, <laughs> scent hounds are challenging because you know their nose rules them and you know, you always have to keep them on a leash because even if they're very well trained in obedience if they catch a scent of something they're gone so yeah um, you know that's that's an important part but even you know even AKC has a, a wonderful event called tracking where you can teach your dog to track a scent over you know long periods of, of time and terrains and you can compete at that so you know it, every dog was bred that's for a cool. specific purpose you know yeah and hounds are bred to use their nose or their eyes if they're sight hounds. And, you know, I think that they just, the walking part and taking your hound to a variety of different places and always exposing yeah. them to new, new and exciting things is what they love. I mean, with my dogs, yeah. you know, they're show dogs and we travel all over the United States and, you know, they love going to new places and new smells and new sights and it really yeah. ignites their senses and, and they love it. And then they get all tired and they sleep well at night. So Yeah, which <laughs> um, is a good thing. I mean, yeah, thanks. A real good thing. Thanks for bringing that up, too, because it's so. I often tell people who are, I work with humans, Lisa, just so you know, as well as dogs, and, you know, I do massage therapy and train, rehab, et cetera, but I get a lot of behavior questions, too. And the dogs that I see that are not well adjusted are the ones that don't have a lot of interaction, are not exposed to a lot of different things. You know, so everything's new. Think if you were like 20, 25 years old and went to like a bar full of people for the first time, you'd be overwhelmed too, you know, if these dogs don't ever get out. So it's important to have them interact. And you know what else, Lisa, you can do, I think, for the scent hounds, this is what I've been trying to do is just hiding like a treat somewhere more challenging, you know, like go treat, where's a treat? And I might put it under the pillow in my couch and have Regal try to find it. And then it might be under the pillow in a toy under the couch. You know what I mean? Gradually progress. And that seems to be working real well. Yeah, that's a great a great game to play. It's like hide and seek the treat. And you can do that. Like, let's say it's raining out and you can't get outside to exercise your dog. You know, you play that with your dog for like a half an hour, an hour in the house. And it will also physically exercise him as well, mentally stimulate him. And plus, he'll have fun. But just remember not to feed him that much dinner at night. <laughs> because Yeah, right. Treat. Yeah. And, you know, for people out there worried about their dogs being a little bit porky, a porky pooch, you know me, I am totally advocate, or listeners who know me know that I completely advocate cooking for your dogs. <laughs> I'm all about organic chicken with some sweet potatoes, maybe a little spinach, you know. 
and add that to the kibble. So that's one way if you guys out there listening are having dogs that are a little overweight, try to maybe cut the kibble back, but keep the bulk of the food by adding some organic lean meat, lean protein, and some fresh vegetables. Make sure you cook the vegetables a little bit and grind them up because the dogs have trouble digesting vegetable protein with their short digestive tracts. But yeah, lots of ways to keep your dogs fit as well. And it's not just eating the right thing. It's getting exercise, that's for sure. I think we're almost out of time. And I want to know, is there anything else you want to talk about that I haven't brought up or fulfilled to mention or any links you want to include that we haven't already or what have I missed? Well, just, you know, I think for people who may be um, new dog owners and have never had a dog of a certain breed before, uh, you know, many times people might see them in a movie or on TV or, uh, you know, even at a dog show and or a picture in a book or on on the web. Um, You know, I just invite people to actually spend a little time with a live dog before they make the decision to see if it's right for their lifestyle because it might look pretty you know on tv but the reality of the dog might be a little bit different and not fit your lifestyle so you know research yep. the breed find good breeders visit dog shows um you know go to akc.org and you can have all the resources we have lots of searchable directories so you can go to a show in your area um, and, you know, just, just do that before you decide to purchase a dog because or adopt a dog. It's, um, you know, a lifetime commitment. It's like 10 to 15 years for the life of the dog. And If you're lucky, it's more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want it to be more. That's why I've right. got. But you're so right. Don't, I mean, that's why there's so many dogs out there for adoption, too. If you don't care at all about having a purebred dog, go. there's all kinds of, right. or if you want a purebred dog, but you, you know, you there's rescue groups for every breed. There are. Too. So there are. we have a whole listing on our website at akc.org, purebred rescue networks across the country. So you know there are dogs available for adoption, and you know if you want to do more with your dog, you have some fun with your dog, whether it's a mixed breed or a uh, purebred, you can um, go to akc.org, and for the mixed breed um, dogs, you can go to akccaninepartners.org as well. Yeah, and all those links will be on um, the website under the episode info. But yeah, really fun, good information. I mean, it takes a lot to be a winner, and I mean she is one impressive bit. She is winning stuff all over the place. I mean, we're going to see her around for a while, I hope. I hope the Scotties are reigning for a while. I love it. (laughs) Well, well, Sadie will be the reigning national champion for the entire year. So, uh, Yay, I get uh, to gloat. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lisa, for being our guest and for letting us know all the wonderful programs AKC has and for sharing all your experience with us. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yes, and thank you listeners for listening to Win With Dogs. Remember, it's never too late to get out there and get involved with your dog and just create a wonderful bond. There is nothing like but parenthood. I strongly recommend it to anyone out there, but just make sure you know what you're getting into because every dog is different and needs something different. So until next time, please go out there and win with your dogs, and we will talk soon. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. <laughs> <laughs>